Hi, I'm Dr. Melva, your board-certified radiation oncologist and serial entrepreneur and investor. Welcome to the 1% Code Podcast. I help top income earners create multiple streams of income to support the career they love or the one they want to love again. Learn more on the 1% Code Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Dr. Melva, and I would like to welcome you back to another episode of the 1% Code Podcast. I am so happy that you are here joining me today. I hope that you are getting value out of each of these episodes. I would love to hear your feedback and would love a review. Today, we are talking about how to manage risk, time, and career constraints while building your wealth each month. So let's dig in. All right. So these are the main blocks that I get from my colleagues and other top income earners who are looking to diversify their incomes, add more leverage to their lives, get that walk away factor. It's Dr. Melva. I don't have the time. I don't have the money, their career constraints. I have family obligations. Let me invite you to think differently. I want you to think like the 1%. Okay. Okay you're going to have to think very differently than you've ever thought. Or maybe you've been at this place and you haven't stayed at this place. Refer to my previous episode where I talk about mindset, what you can do for those affirmations. If you haven't listened, that has to be a part of your CEO schedule and daily routine, okay? You have to, let's let's start out with career, okay? I'm gonna talk about career and then risk and then time. That's, that's how I have it in my notes here. So career, you have to think differently. I want you to be clear on your career constraints. Instead of just saying, hey, I have career constraints or I work in an academic environment and I'm not allowed to do X, Y, and Z. If you are in a job now, become very clear on what your career constraints are. Have it documented, get a good legal team, um, understand what you're able to do business-wise If there's a certain type of formation, business structure, for example, an LLC versus an S corporation, a C corporation, collaboration or investments, understand with a legal team what you're able to do in your current contract now in your current role. Don't just guess. Don't just assume. Don't, you know, that's a scarcity mindset just to feel that you can't create other streams of income. But when you understand and it's clear and you have a legal expert advisor on your team that can advise you what's available to you based on your current conditions, then you have you have less of that uncertainty and overwhelm and block. Okay, I hope that's helpful. So if you are in a career right now and you're preparing to move careers or you think you're changing job locations, this is your time and your chance to consider in your contract negotiations, allowing yourself the ability to create leverage in your wealth portfolio by asking for what you want. And I know I have a lot of female listeners. We are the worst at this. We don't ask for what we want. We under negotiate. We're not good at the word no. I mean, literally in my clinical practice, I feel like I have 10 to 15% I'm talking about and teaching patients how to say no, how to say no to their employers, how to say no to their family members. And it's no different than the majority of us as top income earners. Maybe we're really good at saying no in one aspect of our lives, but the other part we like completely suck at, right? Let's just be honest. And asking for what you want, 
yeah, I bet you got to where you are because you asked for a couple of things you wanted. And in other areas where you don't have the same confidence or you don't have that accountability team or you don't have some type of mentorship, maybe you haven't. So just throwing that out there. So if you have an opportunity to consider in your contract negotiations, have a disclaimer, clearly define conflicts and what's not a conflict of interest, put it out there before. And I've I mentioned this before, but the current job I'm employed in now as of July, 2021, I have a disclaimer in my contract that I am an entrepreneur. I have different streams of income that I had prior to this role, that the time outside of the job, I'm able to build that. I I don't owe any allegiance to the position. And that was something I did, gosh, almost six or seven years ago. And it came from a place of setting intentions. I knew the lifestyle that I wanted to create for myself and my family, the legacy I wanted to leave. So it was a commitment. Okay. And it was probably a a risk at that time too, to be honest, because they could have said, no, we we don't want you if that's who you are. So, and then at that point I would have had to decide if it was a fit or not. So things to consider. So once you're clear on your career constraints, this is now your time to seek opportunities that fit within those constraints. And if you don't find opportunities that fit within those constraints, you have to go back to the drawing board and figure out if you're in the right place. Now, don't be scared off by that because when you think differently, there are tons of opportunities for you to create additional streams of income, diversify your portfolio that can fit within your career constraints. And if you feel that there's absolutely nothing that you can do and you talk to your legal team, then we have to go to a plan B, okay? And maybe I'll bring on an expert, a guest who can give you some inspiring stories about how they accomplish that because it is possible. It is possible. Okay, number two, risk. I know you guys are busy. So I I get excited about these things, though, because we have to knock down these objections. That's how you're going to grow. Like, you you just have to. Okay, so risk. First of all, (laughs) when I think of risk, I think of calculated risk. I think of risk evaluation. Like, don't just have the word risk and high risk and scared of the risk out there. Qualify it. Put a number around it. Put the term around it. When you're general like that, you're shooting yourself in the foot. You need to start out by doing a risk evaluation. I'm sure as top income earners, you've talked to any financial planner and they've had you answer the questions on, you know, your risk uh, evaluation, your risk prototype. Call your financial advisor. If you don't have one, find one, ask someone else for theirs and determine what your risk level is, what your risk type is when it comes to different you know, opportunities, whether that's the stock market, whether that's investment in a startup, whether that's investment in a corporation, whether that's buying your first real estate deal, if that's investing in your first member of your C-suite, figure out where you are right now and be clear. If you don't have a risk type, what, what, what risk are you concerned about? Like, I don't even know. I need to be able to speak the same language with you based on your risk type. Okay. And then I want you to do an inventory of wealth streams that match your risk tolerance. Start where you are, like prosper where you are. Don't, you know, don't allow FOMO, (laughs) F-O-M-O, fear of missing out for those of you new to it. Don't allow that to get in your way. If someone else is doing an opportunity that doesn't fit with your risk type where you are before you have more growth, before you have some momentum, before you free up some areas in your life, Don't worry about it. Do what works for you. Like, for example, if you are building your wealth portfolio right now and you're using your company's 401k plan and you've met with the advisors and you feel comfortable with the stocks you have invested, then good. 
if that's where you are. But if you maybe have a higher risk and, you know, you listen to me talk about owning multiple franchises and doing real estate investment, you know, and doing chart reviews for additional money and you want to do what I am and you are comfortable with that risk, then jump in, right? So do an inventory, stay away from FOMO. And then when we talk about risk, you absolutely have to have a strong board of advisors, mastermind, experts. Don't go it alone. And I'll be uh, launching and talking about shortly, I believe it's set in August, a mastermind opportunity with me, the 1% circle. And I'm happy to talk to you about that. If you'd like to be a founding member, you can reach out to me on any social media platforms. But there is power in people and collaboration and experts. The thought level that it takes to get to the next step is incredibly well, it is incredibly well documented that to get to where you want to go, you have to be to the people who are already one step ahead of you, maybe multiple steps ahead of you. Some some things they just have to be one step ahead of you, okay? So you need that collaboration. When we when we go back to the career and we talk about constraints in your contract with your current job. You shouldn't have to be figuring out that legal information by yourself. You need a lawyer on your team. You need a legal team. You need someone who is an expert. And let's say if you're a pharmacist, they look at pharmacist contracts. If you're a dentist, they grow dental practices. If you're a physician, they work with physicians only. You need that expertise to go faster, to decrease your risk. So please don't talk about risk without without telling me that, you know, with, with, and, and you say, <laughs> let me fix this. Don't mention risk if you haven't taken it to your board of advisors. And if you don't have a board of advisors, create a board of advisors. And that can start at different levels for where you are. So that's my spill on risk. Let me know your feedback and if that helps. Okay, the last one is time. Okay, I think instead of time, it's a four letter word. You just need to talk about Hire, H-I-R-E, okay? Like, I'm not going to be on this podcast and tell you that you can just create more time. You're gonna have more time. You're not always gonna be busy because I'm doing the same things you are. I have three children at the time of this recording. I have four dogs, don't judge me. I have a husband, I have family. I have a main gig. We have three, we have two franchises working on a third. We have commercial properties, real estate investments. I do chart review. Like, yeah, I could define myself as busy or maybe crazy, but I'm not all the time because I hire. Okay. I hire. I want you to give yourself permission to hire, to create more time. I've taught and you can look on my YouTube channel. I have some free resources for you at Dr. Melva, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-E-L-V-A. I've taught courses on outsourcing, how to start as a beginner. If you haven't outsourced one thing, I challenge you today to, you know, outsource something like, what's, what's something I started with? I started with like a, like email, I think email, like sending emails for things on a regular schedule. Or the other thing that I think about when I think about time is automation. What can you automate? You, you can do this today. Okay. I think when I first started, this was maybe like eight or nine years ago. I don't even know if they had the setting. Now it's easy. The subscriptions on Amazon. So I set up on subscription. I think I had toilet paper, (laughs) toothpaste, 
um, soap, like the essentials to keep us clean and healthy, right? I just set that up on a schedule. And I believe when I first started, the other one that I use is Target because I have the red card. So I save like 5% at Target and you can set it up on subscription. And when they first started, you had to really pick the timelines. Now I think you can do it on, you know, every six weeks, eight weeks, you can pick your date, you can skip a month. You know, what else can you automate? Meal plans. Like I love talking about meal plans. We've done everything from gobble, green chef, what's the one purple carrot when we're doing kind of the vegan phase. And even if you're like, I'm going to do one meal plan box every three months. Okay. So like maybe if you haven't budgeted or you're not really sure if you're going to be in town or you travel a lot, automate it. Like take things off of your plate that are tactical that you don't have to do. That's how you create time. You're not afraid to hire when you need it. And there are different levels depending where you are. You're you're open to outsourcing. And again, I have an entire, you know, we can't do this on this 15, 20 minute episode, an entire series on outsourcing and how to start. You know, if you start overseas or if you have, you know, for that matter, you can start with an intern. What is it that you need help with? Okay. And I talk about how you have to take an inventory to see what you need. When, when you feel crushed for time, what is it that you're missing out on? What is it that you're not able to do that you want to do? So you plan to do that. And then you either hire, outsource, or automate that activity, or you eliminate it. Yeah, I said it. I said it. You eliminate it. Like, why are you even doing that? Some of the things that we're doing as top income earners, we've been doing for so long. We're ingrained in this thought that we have to continue doing it. There are areas in your life that you are spending time that you don't need to. So be okay with eliminating it. Okay. You're not going to have more time unless you do these things. So again, I'm not a proponent of Oh, create more time. Yeah, I time block, but I time block for things that I haven't eliminated or I don't need to eliminate because I'm evaluated. Have I, I time block for things that only I can do or that I want to do or that I love to do. And I, I was listening to this um, trainer, a mindset trainer, and coaches have coaches, mentors have mentors. So you got to have it. Strong board of advisors we talked about. And she talked about the things that drain you or the things that are neutral and scheduling those based on your energy. And for me, for a long time, doing bills, running different businesses, financials, it was a drainer for me. And I didn't realize it. So I personally lost a lot of time because it would just like wear me down. I'd be exhausted. I didn't want to do it. And this is when procrastination comes in. So that's when I hired a bookkeeper. That's when I hired a CPA. That's when I sought out help for the task. That's when I automated some of the bill pays. That's when I, you know, a lot of you probably already do paperless bills, you know, and I looked at, okay, what is draining me and how can I eliminate that, but still get it done, eliminate it from my schedule or eliminate it altogether. So obviously bills, I can't eliminate unless, you know, if I wasn't running businesses, I wouldn't have any bills. And I remember talking to one of my line sisters and she's probably listening today. We were, um, I think we were at one of our weddings. And I was going through like the list of bills and things I had to do. And, and she looked at me and this is when risk comes up. And she's like, Melba, that's because you're doing a million things. She's like, I'm only paying like three or $4,000 a month. And I was like, um, and I was like, oh, you mean I, I do things that are risky? Oh, I'm doing a lot. And I didn't even realize it. Um, but I, I just say that to say, you're not going to have more time. You have to get help. You have to be willing to add people to your team that add hours to your day. 
Okay, that's how I'm going to sum this up. You have to have people that can add hours to your day. And then you have to do those other things we talked about. So is this hitting home? Is this helping? I would love your feedback. Tell me, is this helping you to learn how to manage your career risk and time as you build your wealth portfolio? I hope that you have gotten value today. I hope that I'm helping you to think differently. Think like the 1% code. For more of Dr. Melvin, the 1% Code, please join me in my Facebook group, the 1% Code Collective. I cannot wait to hear your feedback, get your five-star review, and see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the 1% Code podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and I would love your five-star review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on all social media channels at doctor spelled out d-o-c-t-o-r-m-e-l-v-a at dr melva and i want to make sure that you and anyone else you know that would benefit from the one percent code podcast is a member of my private community on facebook the one percent code collective i would love for you to join me there link in the bio thanks again and i'll see you next time